Please, please, join us in three, two, one. Hey everyone, I am Ricky and this is Beyond Butter and Burpees. This podcast is to talk about you. And who knows, we might discover something new about you. So get comfortable and let's go. You can also hear the person in front of you really well. It's like the voice echoes inside the head. Exactly. It's like you're sitting in a studio. How about this? I made myself look good. Wow. Lighting. This is an iPhone. (laughs) Actually, I have that shit. There you go. Just keep the iPhone in front of you with a flashlight on. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I bought this on Lazada. That's for the professional guys, you know? You just got to stick that on your laptop and then it it reflects the light on your face. Yeah. It doesn't last that, that long. This one... Last what 10 minutes, 15 minutes, good for TikTok videos. Indian Indian Jugad, I iPhone charging the iPhone. Light lagagi. <laughs> but you maybe I didn't tell you this before. <coughs> hey, uh, the video, I don't I just keep the video for records. That's it. To keep a record. I know that. You're not gonna post this in that one. It's just the voice no. over there. Just the voice. Because, yeah. you know, when I started, I thought that, okay. Which is a good thing that I can smoke while talking. You, you can, bro. You can yeah. smoke, you can drink, no problem. I'm not but, drinking. Yeah. I haven't brushed my teeth. Okay. Okay. That's for everybody to know. That's pretty cool. <laughs> you know, when I started, I was thinking I'm going to do both. I'll, I'll do audio and video. But, you know, the I think the process of making a really good video... That's a pain in the ass. Yes. I want to take that pain in the ass, but not right now. Right now, I just want to go Because it, ahead. it involves a lot of editing and all that stuff. That's right. That's right. So that's why right now, I just want to do audio. And once I'm getting good at it, because... Then I'm going to turn off the light. What the hell? Yes. So much Diwa. Save that energy. Save that energy right now. <clears throat> all right. Let's get into it. Ah, uh, let me. You good? Can we oh, start? I'm in a meditation pose. You can ask me any sort of things you want, and then I'm gonna kill this thing. All right. <laughs> By the way, well, like last night, me and Vati, what the hell? We spoke for three hours. Yeah. Yeah. What did you guys talk about? Holy crap! We talked about since California started till the end of the day. Till the end of the world. Also because you are one of the oldest people there, no? One of the she, first... was, she was telling me all the things she do and then how she's going to train Luana, how she's going to do this, how she's going to do that. And then what all the things she has been. And then she all, she like, she cried a little bit and then crazy stuff. Yeah. I think the lockdown has a lot of effect on... Yeah. Bro, we never been under such kind of lockdown, yeah? Even last year. I mean, it's a kind of stupid thing to say because last year when, uh, you know, everyone was going through lockdown <laughs> and I guess me, including me and some of the people, we were like, hmm, it's not going to happen in Vietnam. We are so lucky. Yeah. You remember? Yeah. And the whole world was under lockdown and we were, I mean, we were sympathetic, but at the same time we were like, it's not going to happen here. Yeah, and also, and also it happened and then we were like, 
it was a lockdown, but still we were allowed to roam free. Mm-hmm. I remember, I used to take my bike and go to District 1 every day. It was lockdown right. like one month, but still mm-hmm. we can go around and then do the stuff we want. Yeah, yeah. Not, 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 you're not supposed to gather in groups. That's it. Yeah. But uh, this year, three months is like crazy, bro. It's like yeah. Australia. No other country have uh, lockdown for such a long period of time. Uh, no, Malaysia. Malaysia is uh, uh, under the same lockdown because some of my friends in Malaysia, mm-hmm. they have something similar, but they can still go out. <coughs> so they are under lockdown, but they can still go out. See, lockdown is not uh, uh, restricting people to go out or something like that. Lockdown is like closing up all the businesses. That's what I'm talking about, which is like a big blow to the economy of the country. Mm. For three months, is not a... Not a it's not a joke, yeah? Yeah, it's not a joke for a country like Vietnam. It's not. And even if they can't control the cases by the, ne- by the end of next month, they need to st- like give a, a little bit of loose hands to the companies and the businesses to, you know, open with certain amount of uh, uh, certain uh, precautions, you know, like, like restrictions. They have to open it. Or else it's like most of the companies will get closed by, yeah? Mm. If, the, if the same continues for two, three months more. Mm. Mm. All right. Anyways, let's because, go. You know, because of last <laughs> year's lockdown, uh, you're sick. Are you sick? Hmm? Are you sick? No, it's, it's always there every day morning because I drink cold whiskey every night. You know? mm. <laughs> it's just one thing and it's going to come out. No worries. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys, check your eardrums at the end of the show. No, no, no. I'm not going to do that during the show. We are already on. Oh, really? <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> I saw something over here. What was I saying? What was I talking about? Oh, yeah. I was saying that last year, because of, you know, the lockdown and all this thing, um, there is one bar in front of my apartment. Okay. Right across the street, okay? Mm-hmm. And it's a rooftop bar. And mm-hmm. then if you go there, you can get an amazing view of other side of Saigon, mm-hmm. which is towards Bintan. And then you can see that, you know, Landmark 81 Tower and everything. And last year, these guys were closed for so long. And then when they opened up, we were kind of hoping. I mean, me and Francisca, we don't go anywhere. But still, you know, we are hoping that the business will survive. And right now, I can see that our every single day and i'm just thinking and they're not gonna make out of it yeah they're not gonna make it and there are so many bars in thaudian and so many small businesses i mean it's hard bro yeah and there's there's a restaurant as well in uh, danang Mm. danang is like one of the worst uh areas as well like ho chi minh right Mm. but not as bad as ho chi minh but still they closed it recently they opened it last year I think prior to the lockdown of last year, and then now it's closed because they ran out of the business and they can't keep up with that anymore. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Some somebody that we know. Yeah, somebody that I know. Hmm. I mean, these are the few examples we know and we heard about, but there are mm. many more similar to this. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, th- that's right. Hey, by the way, do you want me to start by introducing you or you're going to introduce yourself? 
you know what let's do a bit of both anything, let's do a bit of both i mean i don't know i'm going okay. to just if you, like anything you feel is okay with me all right guys 10 years uh 10 years more than 10 years uh into in vietnam this is uh, maliam raj he is a fellow indian uh he is really you know takes a lot of pride in you know being from india and i really take a pride you know a lot of pride in you know knowing this guy uh we work together in california fitness and he is one of the best instructors that i've seen uh who has this very weird craft of teaching classes <laughs> without microphone <laughs> he he can teach a whole class uh, let's say okay let's be very specific something as hard as body jam now if you guys don't know body jam body jam is a dance workout by uh, les mills and it has almost all the styles of dancing and you got to you just got to keep moving right left right center and then eye connection and then going back and then pre-going and and he does everything without microphone yet a lot of us we struggle with microphone so uh we're going to get to get get to that question later but right now uh raj why don't you just introduce yourself oh thank you so much for having me ricky uh it's a pleasure and uh i'm doing it for the first time not for the first time after a very long time in fact uh hey guys this is uh, raj and i'm from india as ricky mentioned and i work for california fitness we both work for california fitness here and i'm residing in uh vietnam for the past 13 years and uh i've been teaching group x classes for for almost 15 years now my whole like 70% of my life been dancing that's over 25 years of dancing and as uh, ricky mentioned i took pride in being indian <laughs> and i yeah uh that's me and uh i get to know i got to know ricky when he uh, uh came over to vietnam to work for california fitness and we became a really good friends and of course our our origin is from the same uh, land so we became right. even very good friends and here we are doing a podcast <laughs> on uh, ricky's demand <laughs> <laughs> Okay, you want to tell everyone what was the timeline that I gave you? When did I inform you? <laughs> that was uh you informed me last night. That's right. And then I gave I got a call from you saying that I was just like uh out of my shower and then you gave me a call you said like we're going to do a podcast tomorrow morning. I was like you should invite your guest couple of days prior to the time and then you're like you're very important to me so I'm I'm inviting you a few hours to the podcast and I said okay <laughs> let's do it uh, well in in my defense um i would invite a guest couple of days earlier if i'm not really sure of that person or you know if i'm inviting someone that i never spoke to before mm-hmm. and that that needs to be quite formal bro yeah. i mean at least the start needs to be formal and then you know, this podcast is not formal as you can see it's very informal like i'm walking i'm bring, you know i'm bringing my coffee uh you, you just open a can of beer nah, nah, right? nah, nah. i gave up uh, having booze on the uh, on the early hours of the day 
Okay, that's good. So what I was trying to say that with friends and families and people that are considered close, I think uh, it's almost it's always nice to be on a fly. You just you know you just let yeah. it <laughs> yeah. take advantage of them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's right. Tomorrow morning we are on. Yeah. And you're like, wait, 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 I need to look good. I'm like, bro, this is audio. You don't have to look good. You can do this in your pajamas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they try and they try and like uh give you uh reasons, but uh at at the very end, even you know that they know that as well that we're gonna agree and then we're gonna do it. You know? Yeah. And talking about pajamas, have you ever tried that Indian uh, uh, pajama thing? Not even pajama. It's like a wrestling underwear. It's called langot. Langot. No, I'm, I haven't tried langot. But uh, uh, as you know that I'm a, uh, um, I don't like to use a word South Indian. Okay. I'm mm. an Indian who's supposed to be from South. Okay. I'm yep. an Indian from South. So we have this... Uh, uh this thing called lungi yeah we wear, right lungi yeah. they have different colors when you're at home when you're going out occasions they have a white one cream color one and all this stuff oh, uh, nice. we we tie that like a langot but it's it's kind of big langot not like the one they use at the wrestling uh the ground okay we okay. used to do that when we were kids like uh, going to grandmother's house going to the fields we used to do that and we try and like help them in the fields and all this stuff. Yeah, mm. I'm familiar with that. But not the one you mentioned, but it's similar to that in South India. Okay, so the one that you guys wear at, uh, at South India, you need to wear an underwear underneath that, right? Exactly, yeah. Langot doesn't need to, right? <laughs> Lang- Langot <laughs> is an underwear. Yeah. But that is, a, how do you say, it's an armor. It's oh, an yeah. armor made out of cloth. Cloth. <laughs> <laughs> and one of my first experiences of wearing a langot, I was like, oh my God, how do people wear this? Yeah, because you need to be very precise in like uh, uh, covering up the areas or else you, you might end up exposing yourself. You know? Yeah. And in wrestling, it's really important because you keep moving from left, right, center, and then you roll on the back and... You know, you do all these crazy acrobatic things. Yeah. And I actually, I used to go to this. Uh, I actually once or twice I went to this akara, mm. like the Indian Desi akara. Yeah. Where they, you roll on the mud. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know all this stuff. Yeah. And uh, back then I used to fight and I, I was like, OK, I need to learn this skill as well. And then I, I went there, I was like, so what's the fees? And the guy is like, there is no fees. You just come early in the morning, you train with us, and then you help us to maintain this area. And that that's it. Do it's so beautiful, rituals, right? Do, do some rituals to Lord Hanuman. Yeah, yeah. And uh, just to let you, uh, I mean, let the people know that, you know, wrestling is deep-rooted in India. Exactly. Wrestling is one of the oldest sports that we follow, you know, we follow almost in every city and every village. You will find an Akhara everywhere in India. And uh, talking about wrestling. Yeah. Uh, uh, Kalariya Pattu. Have you heard of it? Yeah, that's the mother of all martial arts. That's the mother of martial arts. That's right. That's the mother of Kung Fu, actually. Yeah, it's because the, the monks, of... they learned this and they went to China. That's they the story, migrated right? to China, exactly. Yeah. That was in the uh, Chola, Chola Kingdom. 
No, it wasn't Chola Kingdom. It was uh, over 2,500 years ago. There was a guy called Bodhi. All right. Okay. Uh, he was from South India, and uh -huh. uh, he was trained with this art, and then he mastered the senses. You know, they have like six senses, like from Muladhara to Sahastradhara, they have six senses, different senses, in yogic okay. uh, culture. He mastered this, and uh, he was sent on a mission to rescue people who were, uh, who were like vulnerable, like you know, vulnerable mm. part of society. Mm. And then he traveled, traveled, traveled. And back then, we don't have all this GPS and all this stuff. We don't know which direction. They know that the direction they are going in, but mm. they have no idea like how far they have traveled and then which country they are in, you know? Yeah. So yeah. he traveled uh, supposedly to uh, China. Mm. And then uh, he resided in a village. Initially, they were, I mean, it's a big story. I don't want to like elongate it. Mm. Uh, then that, that's how he started. Uh, he started teaching them because these villagers were under attack by the local, you know, goons or the coits like that. Mm. He trained them to uh, like self-defense uh, and all mm. this stuff. And that's how it started. And they embraced it. And now it's like, uh, I mean, the well-known uh, martial art in the world, I guess, if I'm not wrong. Kung Fu. Yeah, yeah. And uh, right now, I was just on Wikipedia. Bro, this is over 3,000 years. Yeah, old. yeah. That's what I told. Like, over 2,500 years. I'm not sure about the exact uh, century or the date, but it's over 2,500 years ago. Hmm. Hmm. That's, that's pretty crazy. That's yeah. wild. Dude. And, and the funny thing is that I never knew about it. I only got to know about Kalari... Where in year 2000, see, I'm saying 2000 and 2008. 2008? That's, that's when some news channels in North India, they did some coverage on Kalari and then how come, you know, they are surviving and how is it so popular in between some foreigners who came to India. Yes. And, and you know, they, they wanted to learn this martial art, they did some research. And then I was like, what the fuck? <coughs> we have something as, you know, as good and precious. as, as precious, precious and that should be preserved and yeah. that should be practiced and that should be subsidized by the governments and saying that we need to learn this and the young generation needs to learn this. And it should be a mainstream thing, you know, yeah. taking a pride in this, like like Japan takes a pride in, you know, judo and karate. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Taekwondo takes a, a lot of pride in, uh, you know, uh, Korea takes a lot of pride in Taekwondo. So do Jiu Jitsu. So on, yeah. exactly, and so on and so forth. And I was like, okay, so what's happening with this? And then when I went on their website, I mean, they are there, they have some presence, but it's not as big as other no. martial arts. Yep. See, let me tell you this. Uh, what happened in India post to British era was uh, like if 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 some school proposes you to do a yoga, mm -hmm. that wasn't a big thing because okay. it's ours, you know. Yeah. But if 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 uh, if a school proposes a PT hour every day, PT hour, and people prefer to uh, get involved in that, 
because they get to play the sports and all that stuff, physical activity and all that stuff. So it's a kind of um, post-colonialism uh, hangover, you know? Mm. We are still mm. uh, in that hangover. Uh, mm. if, you, if, 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 you just, that, if you just have to like uh, shade that out, put a drapes on it and then try and open another window, which mm. is really Indian. And then mm. you'll, you'll, get, you'll get to see a lot of, uh, not just the martial arts, including sports. Uh, there are many sports which are like almost extinct now in India, which are like from India, you know? And uh, yeah. yeah, there are a lot of stuff like this. Example, yoga, you know? Like you mm. said, you haven't heard about uh, uh, calorie uh, since the late 2000s, right? Yeah. Till the late 2000s. Like, uh, so do uh, I. We, uh, as a South Indians, we don't get to do yoga. If you see, most of the yoga instructors we come across here, mostly, mm. not, not all of them, like 90% or 80% of them are from North India, which is from like Rishikesh or Uttarakhand, the Himalayan uh, region. Mm. Why? Because it's not promoted enough uh, in the other parts of India. So do mm. calorie in other parts of India, you know? Mm. But yoga has some really big schools in, uh, in Malabar region, bro. Yeah, they do have, but... But those are not for locals. It's almost like I I support you on this one. You know why? Because I wanted to learn yoga a couple of years back as a as an instructor, and when I went on their website, bro, at least fifty percent of them they are just foreigners. And then I was like, maybe it's catered towards creating good instructors, but it's not catered towards creating and an awareness was, this, this, within. This was my point. Like learning yoga it it doesn't necessarily have to come from you they have to provide you as a basic class in a school exactly like as a part of a culture like yeah that's a part of a culture like we do learn like you learn hindi as a second language or third language or first language i do learn kannada as a first language or second language you know mm-hmm. similar to that we need to have yoga in our curriculum like in our schedule at least one hour a week so that we are we are aware and we know that we are familiar with the asanas or the names of it. And then, you know what I mean, mm. right? I, it doesn't yeah, necessarily yeah. have to be like, I have to learn yoga and then go for a registration and then see that how many foreigners over there or how many Indians over there, what are the fees? Now, it has to be from the school. And it has to be free. Yeah, it has to be free like a PT, you know? Like, come on, this is India. Like, this is where it started. This is our part <laughs> of the culture. Yeah, this is something that we should take pride in, and you know, it pride should in, be we free. should cherish. We should we should make it bloom all over the place. But uh, unfortunately, it isn't happening. And I guess, like, it started to happen. We'll see where it goes from now on. But it's a long journey, bro. It started to happen around ten years back, if I'm not yeah. wrong. Yeah. Around ten years back, there was a boom with yoga here and. Yoga happening everywhere in the parks, in the gardens. And even before that, you know, when people used to do yoga, uh, you know, a lot of people, they used to think yoga is not for me. It's not for, it's not for people. And to be clear, I'm talking about the yoga that people practice, the physical part of yoga, right? Yes, yes. Because I know you explain yoga in many different ways and you say, you know, it's about the 
the balance of mind and soul and everything we'll get into that later but just for the yeah. people to understand that i'm not know, a yogi by the way <laughs> yeah yeah we are not yogi i did yoga for a couple of months as a, in in the teachers training institute yeah that's but, a physical uh, part of it yeah i just did the physical part because for the mental part i think i was far far away no it, it, this, this life <laughs> isn't enough for us uh so what was i saying yeah when i was growing up when you talk about yoga because my school used to promote a yoga class once a week as part of uh, extracurricular activity and you can choose what you want to do right uh, you can yeah. choose to learn cricket you can choose to learn dance you can choose to learn pt aerobics and everything mm-hmm. and then we had yoga and none none of us like who were in my group we we would go to yoga and you know why because hey this is for girls this is for weak people this is for people who have no strength this was the mindset and i mean i was what 10 12 years back then and then i was like okay so imagine you you grow up thinking that and for many yeah. many years to come then you keep thinking that and i'm just one of the many examples and then 10 years back you see you know yoga is so popular all over the world and everyone is doing it and then they show yeah. the news that even superpower like china <laughs> is doing yoga and then they have this big big you know massive uh, yoga camps see and when like uh, when, what we are missing when uh, i still remember it was recently right like when the when the yoga international yoga day was performed yeah right yeah. in un Yeah. it was like the whole world was waiting for it and no one was ready to take a step ahead and say like we want a yoga day international yoga day you know yeah when 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 it was proposed i remember 177 countries signed for it it's like everybody was waiting for it you know yeah they were waiting for Except someone to take the step someone to take a step ahead and then say that we want a yoga day international yoga day except indians everybody else was waiting around the world that's right yeah and if if it has to come from somebody then it has to be coming from an indian right because mm. it's your culture and if you if you want to promote and then people like it they'll sign for it mm. Mm. and this is this is one of the highest uh, number of countries signed for a single proposal ever hey that reminds me there was some issue with some company or some institute in us they wanted to register yoga as as theirs something i'm not yeah. sure i'm just going to google it you uh, it wasn't yeah from us india this nude over yoga like who owns yoga something like this oh yeah us attempt to patent yoga puts indian in a twist the <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck yeah oh where's the news oh yeah there you go it says uh indian officials announced yesterday and yesterday when i mean uh, what i mean is 2007 okay yeah <laughs> they would lodge official complaints with us authorities over hundreds of yoga related patents copyrights and trademarks that have been issued <laughs> in recent years how can you patent yoga exactly the question is how can you patent yoga <laughs> you know if you, for your uh, for your kind information have you heard of this uh, news channel al jazeera yeah yeah a saudi based uh, channel right 
They have yeah. done a seasons of episodes on this that who owns yoga. Oh yeah? <laughs> yeah. All right. You can google it. I'm so what man. happened there? See, this is all like uh this is all a credit game, bro. Mm. Like if someone see you admit it or you don't admit it you you do seasons of episodes on it or like you try and get a patent on it or whatever you wish to do but most of the world when 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 you utter a word yoga india pops up in their mind you know mm-hmm. if if somebody like tomorrow Uh, a un or somebody declares that yoga is from america like uh, 70% of the world will laugh at them that's absurd yeah so this this is all a credit game and the, where there's a city there's a slum there are people like this who wants to disrupt the flow of it and then you know try and create some kind of mess around it yeah yeah for a, for oh. a for a period of time and it evaporates later yeah. on oh what if somebody comes up and say a uh, pole dancing was from india see uh yeah that's right it is from india you know who is the father of pole dancing malkam yeah we have that we have that uh, the the wooden pole right wooden exactly. pole yeah and they they climb on that and then uh, i've seen that and it's a, it's a part of uh, 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 the the one you mentioned earlier the gym the the Uh, uh what is that like kushti right kushti uh, uh, the what do you is call that akhada akhada right yeah akhada it's it's part of that i guess if i'm not wrong no no, no you're absolutely right and uh i'm just trying to see uh when this was <clears throat> made or when did they started doing anyways i cannot find that news so guys if you're listening and if you're interested you can just google it or wikipedia it and then you'll know so malkam it also started in india and you know how i knew about it i i kind of felt that there is a similarity but uh, last month or even a month before that one of the polled uh, poll instructors in ho chi minh city you know yeah uh, we were just chatting and then uh, she said uh, that do you know the history of pole dancing and i was like uh, sorry i have no idea <laughs> <laughs> and then she's like it comes from india i'm like what pole dancing in india people would burn me alive if i say pole dancing comes from <laughs> she's like no no and then she sent me a picture of malkam and then i'm like what okay it's yeah, crazy right yeah, how people that. take what what was there and then they make it different i'm not saying they make it better but they okay maybe they make it better in a different way better. yeah in a different way there's nothing wrong in saying that but the thing is see uh doesn't doesn't uh doesn't aspect to it to know about the particular dance form or particular art or a particular martial art or oh, any a, a, any any uh thing in that in that matter that if someone who's re- really interested in it, like i'm 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 dancing for like over oh, p- past 25 years 
So I want to know where the salsa came from. I might improvise it or change it, um, you know, uh, in my own style. But I want to know the roots of it. If I'm yeah, into it, yeah. then I want to know the roots of it. So if the girl who spoke to you, I guess she's really into pole dancing if she knows that it's from India. Yeah, so she, she digs into That's it right. and then she want to know the roots of it and the where it came from, how it was uh, introduced and for what purpose. And now now there, there she has, you know. She ends up knowing that it's from India. When we, most of us Indians, have no idea about it. Yeah, I think it's nice to know the history. Like whatever that you're doing, if you know the history, you can relate to it better. Yeah. You can talk about it. Or in, in the most simplest way, you will not sound dumb. Yeah. See, we, me, me and you, we are working for Group X. Mm. If we have no idea what is group exercise is all about, then how are you going to, you know, advocate for it? Right? Mm. So we need to know the history of it if we are into it. And it That's goes without saying, people have to keep doing their research. You cannot just learn something and say, okay, you know what? I have learned everything that I needed to learn and now it's okay. I do not get sh shit. I've learned, I've passed. And actually, this this is something that really irritates me sometimes uh, with some instructors or some of the new instructors that I see. Bro, first of all, they're they're too young to understand. And I'm not yeah. saying too young to understand, I'm saying that they will not understand. There are some geniuses, there are some really smart instructors. As you know, as we know, there are some really smart people around us. Yep. But majority of them, and I think it's also the culture right now, they do not put an extra effort. And that's that's my how do how do you say it? that's my pickle with most of the people that they feel that they're entitled to See, something because they just did something. Yeah. So and that's not how you and me were born. Uh, sorry. That's not how you and me, we were trained or we right. were raised or we were oh, educated, you know? Yeah. Yep. So the part of education comes where, you know, I was told that I own nothing. Yes. I'm entitled to nothing. Yes. You got to try and try and try. And even when you get it, there is no guarantee that it's going to be with you. Yes. And nothing. I don't know. So I don't have an idea where, like, where is this gone? <coughs> no, let me break this down. If, if we have to talk about that mentality, okay, mm. that uh, I have learned it and I know. See, this is a human psychology. If mm. you allow me to elaborate it. Yeah, but every, don't go too deep. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not going too deep because it's, it's going to take the whole day to explain about it. But the thing is, uh, if if somebody uh, uh, needs to admit that I don't know, mm. it's it's really hard for human uh, mind to admit that I don't know because they are protecting the inner child, mm. the, the vulnerable child they have inside them that mm. I don't know. You know, mm. when they say that, they become vulnerable. You know, that means you are giving superiority to the person in front of you. Mm. So to protect that, they say that I know. It's a mentality. Mm. So mm. when you say, I don't know, it's a tremendous possibility to know many things, right? Mm. And there begins the seeking process to know mm. where it came from, all this stuff we talked about. Mm. 
right? Mm. If 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 we don't admit that I don't know, that means we end up saying that I know, which is like a like a half filled uh, a half filled glass, you know. Mm. It keeps bounces around, and then the water flows out, and then you know, you think you know, but you really don't know, and then what's going on? Until unless you come across uh, a certain scenario where you have to prove that you know. Mm. Then they go, yeah. So, okay. So, how to inspire people to <coughs> come out and say, "I don't know." see this is a basic thing uh anything we know as a human you know is is a speck of uh, the whole thing happening around us mm. it's just a speck all right mm. and if you if if you think that you know everything around you yourself itself a speck in this and if you think that you know everything about the happening and then anything you do then it's how to inspire people is a good question is like uh all right let me let, let me uh put it in a simple way like if i if i if i have my training okay so if i'm training somebody in my uh team if i admit as a superior uh, as a trainer to that training if i admit that i don't know then they start yeah. learning it oh even my trainer don't know so that i can i can say i don't know as well when he doesn't have a ego to say i don't know i can say it as well mm. you know i can i can seek as well if i don't know mm. if i admit that i don't know i can seek i can, i will know many things so it's it's like a passing on uh, to the next generation of your uh, trainees or whoever you work with or whoever you you in in relationship with or whoever you uh come across in your life it's like passing on that uh thing to the uh, next one to you that see i have more experience than you but still i'm ready to admit that i don't know mm-hmm. you don't have to put that in words you just have to show them you know that uh, i don't know i'm i'm ready to admit and i'm ready to learn and learning is a never ending process so that they get they get some sort of uh uh like comfortable uh they 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 get comfortable saying that i don't know when 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 a guy who's training them says i don't know then they get comfortable saying that i know oh, there's nothing wrong in saying i don't know and when i say i don't know i can know what it is you know i think a part of this is also humility people need to feel and get comfortable with humility Yeah. it's a two way thing right because if i don't if i don't feel comfortable with humility and then that means i have to admit in front of you but i'm not comfortable in doing that because i know it gives you a certain power it gives you a certain authority i mean if you're a nice person or if you are somebody who is slightly more educated you'll be like okay i understand you don't know let's try to work it out together let's try to learn together right yeah, yeah. and that's okay but if you're somebody who is you know who is poisonous or who is not nice and who is always thinking about you know how can i i mean what how can i get this credit points where i can damage you whenever i can damage you then there is no trust and then it can be dangerous because people people they can hurt each other 
just by saying some something. I mean, you don't have to say everything. You just have to say something, and then you can just hurt the ego of someone else, and then it just goes downside. Yeah, yeah again, it depends on your 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 analyzation of the people who you are talking to and who you are sharing to. You know, you're not mm. going to just go out and mm. say I don't know to everybody. In context, you got to be in context. Yeah, that's it. Hmm. All right. So I don't know. Uh, let's say. Uh, okay. Tell me one thing that you can say. I don't know. Right now, to me. I don't know. I don't know how to do a podcast. All right. Now uh, this is this th- this <laughs> might be tough because even I don't know how to do a podcast. <laughs> you know how? You know how you want to know? <laughs> yeah. Bro, <laughs> last last three episodes, last three episodes that I did, <coughs> yours is episode number five. So last three episodes that I did, my microphone wasn't working. <laughs> yeah, we learned. Uh, bro, three episodes, that's a lot of hours, okay? And I attached the microphone, but I never cared to check later. And I was like, oh, okay, it's working. And when I was asking, you know, the the guests that, hey, can you hear my voice? And they're like, yeah, yeah, we can hear you. And then then later on, when I was trying to check this new microphone, this one, because this is a USB one. So I thought the sound quality is good. And by the way, I spent a couple of money on this. Yeah, a couple of. uh, Uh, By the way, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. And then it wasn't connecting as well. And then I was troubleshooting and then I went on YouTube and then I was like, wait a second, what the fuck? And then I attached the old one and there is no change. And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> so I did, I did. And I was just trying so hard in the post-production part to make me sound so good. And it just wasn't happening because I had no microphone. Pretty so much. my Yeah. So my, my laptop was picking up whatever sound <laughs> that was in the background. Uh, we learned. Yeah, coming back to the question, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know many things in life, bro. Um, <clears throat> like if you know me, uh, I as a person, I look into, look at it, look at it, look at the life as like a crazy phenomena happening in this cosmos. The thing is, if, if you know me as a person, I always look at, look at this life as a, like crazy stuff going on in this cosmos, right? As a spec. So if, if, if I have to say, I don't know, in fact, I don't know nothing. I don't know nothing. Okay. And whatever I know is again, nothing. Okay. I, I have a feeling we're going deep. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's that's, go. How I, that's how I look at it. Yeah. I think, I think I know you well enough to know that <laughs> when you're going yeah. deep, so I have to pull you up and I say, oh, okay, okay, okay. So, okay. But when you said, I don't know about podcasting, I think this this should be something that you should try in future, bro. I mean, you have so much of knowledge and and I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm nobody to kind of say your knowledge is good or bad or it's right or strong. I just feel you're somebody who is so expressive in a certain way. You're not expressive in certain ways that I know and that everybody knows and most of the people follow but you are someone who is expressive in certain ways that again a lot of people don't follow 
right? But yeah. what I know of you is that uh, you have a very different way of seeing things in life. And yes, in future, I mean, whatever that I know about podcasting, uh, I would love to share with you. I mean, yeah, yeah. And I can also share some of the equipments with you because I bought, you know, I bought extra microphones and just thinking that, okay, fuck, the last one didn't work, so I'm going to buy a new one. Well, the problem was with me. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't learn the process. Yeah. Yeah, that so, leads me to again like going deep. I don't want to. Anyway. Yeah. So okay, me coming back to the same question that I don't know. Yeah. I'm gonna tell you something that I don't know. Please. I don't know how to dance. Uh, yeah. In in that sense, I don't know how to uh, how to do a combat class. <laughs> I can try. You can try to dance, but we. We can't, uh, I mean, you can't be me and I can't be you. Bro, you saw my video when I did that body jam thing. See, bro, I'll tell you something. Dance dance or combat or anything which, which is related to music, okay? If you can feel mm. the music, you have that potential in you to uh, accomplish. Learn, okay? Learn. Okay, and, that's a uh, good start. Yeah. It, it's related to music, right? If, cheers if to that. Not, yeah, cheers. If you're not a rhythmic guy... Then you, you, you're not, you can't do a combat class without having a knowledge of music. All right, guys, I see a light. I see a bit of a light. Please, please go on. Please continue. Yeah, I'm saying like if, you're, if you aren't into music, then you're, you cannot do a, a combat class, right? You are into music. So you're doing combat class or a body balance or any other stuff you do. Mm. So if, if you have that, that uh, uh, basic... Mm. Or the foundation, then mm. you can develop that and uh, be a dancer. But it takes a lot of effort. Now, see, you're not a combat instructor or a trainee or a master trainer or a lessons presenter overnight, right? Yeah. It takes it takes years of practice and dedication and hard work and sacrifice and many other things. Mm. Mm. So do the dancing. You're mm. not good at dancing because you're not into it since the beginning. Mm. And maybe I haven't practiced enough. That's it. Mm. If you if you put the same amount of, amount of years and dedication and the hard work you put into the combat or any mm. other stuff you do Spartan races or you know mm. this mm. stuff running uh, like ten years down the line from now then you of course you you can dance. Mm. Mm. So what is that one dance? Is there any form of dance that you are not good at or you felt that? I should have spent more time doing this or you just feel you're not mu much confident in doing that. For example, for me, if it comes to, uh, if it comes to karate, yeah. right. In I am not hundred percent. I know I can, I can do it, but it's not crisp. Like it's not that you look at it and you're like, fuck, this is it. You know, yeah. do you know that I'm a brown belt in karate? Oh, <laughs> brown skin and brown belt. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's a coincidence. <laughs> yeah, that's a coincidence for us. So uh, yeah, for dance. Yeah, the, uh, uh, there are a lot of dance forms like that, which I feel like I'm not good at it, and I'm not confident uh, enough to do. Point out uh, one. Like uh, samba, I I can do it, but I know that there's something lacking when I'm doing it. You know. Mm. That's uh, something. That's something because as a dancer, I know I can point it out that I'm not up to the mark and this is not authentic as it has to be. Mm, mm. I'm not good at samba. 
and i'm not good at jive uh, um yeah since since i uh, i met with an accident uh, mm. i stopped doing b-boying the the mm. uh, you know the battling stuff oh so, you used to do that of do course that at, mm-hmm. that's interesting that's see interesting. i was the i was the one who started the first south indian hip hop group in south india yeah it's called hip hop india and it's still there okay who is running it now ashridran he's from tamil nadu he was my partner he was my, like my crew like we are, we were all crew well congratulations on that bro yeah and we worked for 3dh movie yeah we worked for it with amir khan and uh, many other bollywood movies and then we worked with the rap guys in bollywood mm. yeah hey how come you didn't tell me this before a hell i guess you never had a podcast before okay okay <laughs> yeah so yeah there are many dance forms uh, like i was fortunate enough see more uh, like we uh, indians hello it's okay i can hear you just the camera is fucked up okay oh yeah now uh, the thing Please is continue we uh, indians typically like we dance for our movie uh, tracks right yeah like we, we are more into movies yeah yeah bollywood hollywood tollywood sandalwood we have many woods than hollywood in india so as a kid i i grew up uh, dancing for the uh, movie tracks i used to just copy like uh, how the hero does in the movie and then we just try and replicate that and then perform on the stage isn't that uh, the best thing that that was the best thing like like my point to uh, my point was so if you're from that kind of background and if you're a self trained guy you're not you you don't have a exposure to the uh, various kinds of dance forms around the world like salsa bachata merengue cha 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 like i do all this now yeah. but i was fortunate enough to train under some of the best dancers from colombia yeah they were in bangalore uh, we were invited you know to train under them for a certain period of time and then i was fortunate enough and i'm a good grasper mm. i i i grasp it uh and then i try and dig into it and then try and check out check the videos youtube google mm-hmm. where it started from how it started why they do this why how many mm-hmm. counts you know what are the alternatives and then i started like it's been 15 years i'm doing salsa cha 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 bachata merengue now mm-hmm. so uh, <clears throat> people who i know they, they they're not into this kind of dance forms they're like more of hip hop or bollywood or bhangra you know uh, happening dance forms you know they don't want to get into like really uh, know about latin culture mm. or like as i mentioned samba or jive mm. you know these things uh, doesn't give us uh, a push to perform on the stage because people people who you are performing have no idea what the hell is all about you cater to the public right yeah you cater to the people what they want yes so but but i was fortunate enough to learn some of the dance forms like i said i still regret that i don't know many other dance forms and even when i try to do that it's not up to the mark life is too short and we are too old now and we have to make money papi pet ka sawal hai <laughs> papi pet ke liye karna padta hai <laughs> if i had no issue of making money i would have followed my actually you know what everybody would have followed their dreams and you know what i would have done yeah what what i would have been on mountains doing what sitting alone just just experiencing the nature but and and what else nothing else i just need food to stay alive so you'll cook your own food 
Yeah. And that's it. I just want to sit alone. With your son? If he's still alive. Okay. Guys, when he says uh, son, it doesn't mean a human child. <laughs> he has a beautiful, beautiful dog that is master of his own universe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Your, your, your son is master of this house. Yeah. King, king of the house. King of the house. How old is he? He's nine. Yeah. So he's like uh, double your age right now. Twice your age. Yeah. In human years, right? Yeah, in human years. And that is the reason I have to obey his commands every single day. <laughs> we are locked down and in order for him to eat his food, I have to dress myself up, back my pack, backpack and then go down and then wait for him to finish his food and then come up again. Every so how, how, does the, how, how does that work? Because when you told me for the first time, I was like, huh? Because I've, I, I have had, you know, a couple of dogs and cats in my life. And I used to love watching them eat. For me, that's one of the most beautiful things, you know. Yes. When you watch them eat, when you watch them drink, when you watch them play. It's just to watch Sleep. them, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's so nice. So, <laughs> how See, did your son develop this? That, Dad, if you're here, I'm not going to eat. They say that uh, no dog is hard to train. It's the humans. Yeah, and we're still training. Yeah, no dog is hard to train, okay? It's the humans. No animal is hard to train, if I have to say. Mm. It's the humans. Like, how we train them. I wasn't. He's my first dog. I rescued him, as I mentioned earlier. Uh, I was scared of dogs in my early uh, ages. I was scared mm. of dogs. So, uh, I don't know. This is how I trained him. Like, I go out and then I give him the food. And then he's used to it now. It's not mm. his fault. It's me, you know. Mm. How did you find him? I told you, I guess. You want me to say that again? Of course. Yeah, I was uh, living in District 1, right? I okay. lived over there a couple of years. Central Garden, uh, the mm -hmm. apartment. It's a huge apartment. Mm -hmm. And I was all alone in a double bedroom flat. It was raining one fine day and then I went down. <laughs> they, had this, uh, they have this uh, coffee shops and all that stuff. So I ordered a coffee and I was smoking with the coffee. And I saw, uh, I can, I can see a road, you know, the the highway in front, in uh, like just outside the premises of the apartments. And there's a river, right? There's a river, okay. Saigon River. And then, you, you know, we have this uh, club uh, in front of the river. Uh, in District Four, right now. Yeah, yeah. You're talking right about now. that. The office, the office, okay. main office. Gold view. Wait, right. Yeah. Uh, my apartment is like opposite side of it. Oh wow, that's a very convenient. <laughs> Yeah, and I was I was looking at the road, and they have these bushes uh, yeah. along the side of the road, right? Yeah, Near the yeah, yeah. It was raining, and I saw a puppy. He was like very small, like a couple of months, I guess, just this much, mm. right? And then I'm not sure it's a dog or it's a I don't know what it is because mm. it's it's quite far from where I was. And then I thought, okay, let me have a look. And then I went upstairs, and I brought my umbrella, mm. and I walked walked on the street, and then I go there and I see this guy. Mm. He was uh, under the bushes, right? It was okay. raining. And I waited there because I don't want to just like approach or, you know, uh, mm. take him or something like that. I, I mm. My mind was blank. I was just there and I thought like someone someone left him behind and then they're going to come back or something like that. And I waited for 5-10 minutes, good 5-10 minutes. And then mm. nobody turned up and then there was no sign of anybody. It's raining and people are just going, you know, in the car and it's a traffic. Mm. Nobody mm. was walking or something like that. And then I said, let me try and uh, approach him. Mm. See, with the okay. dogs, it's always wait. Okay, wait. 
W A A T N wait ask invite and then touch mm. all right with the dogs mm. uh, so i just went him and then he just placed his hand on my hand and i'm mm. like okay let's go home <laughs> then i took him on since then it's been 9 years mm. <laughs> yeah luckily luckily uh, mm. no one no one turned up to pick him up you know mm. so he ended up being with me why are you trying to think if uh, if the mother is around No that's what that's what I was I mm. was looking I was waiting for good 10 minutes mm-hmm. and it's it's a it's heavy rain and no one I mean there was no sign of anybody who's going to walk by or any other dog uh there it's a highway bro mm. I know I know that highway that connects to district 5 and so on and so forth Yeah 5 1 district 2 all yeah. that it's a big one you know It's a big one and it's super and, chaotic like super yeah, busy it, It's like I if i'm if i have to uh, like assume what happened then some some dog had a baby and then people didn't like it and then i guess they dropped him over there and then they left that's what i thought because they there's nobody baby. who can stop yeah nobody who stops over there to like uh, to walk a dog or you know take a small puppy to that bushes and then let him out no i don't think so it doesn't happen unless some some human is involved yes and just to give a reference to people it's a busy highway it's it's not as big in you know us where you have six lanes seven lanes eight lanes this is a three or four lane highway but four it's lane. super busy it's super busy the, there are vehicles everywhere you know and everything goes on uh, towards one direction so you can imagine that you know there are less red lights there are less uh, stop lights so people can drive fast yes. more than they are supposed to do and it can get quite dangerous so imagine a, a puppy being there i mean yeah that's a calling right that's a natural calling you have to that's say it's a natural calling see see i had no idea to go down and have coffee that day yeah. and yeah. i rarely do that okay i'm mm. happy being alone at home mm. always mm. i went down and then i saw this guy and then i went upstairs again to cambrella go over there this is all a coincidence i think it it meant to happen mm mm it was already written yeah it's written what's going to happen but you can change how it happens and and with the guy who's scared of dogs mm. why i mean me i'm scared of dogs yeah that's I, why i said why why scared of dogs i don't know i'm scared of dogs because my brother i mean my cousin brother he he has like couple of dogs in his house and i never go inside the <laughs> gate i mean i'm scared just looking mm. at them it's scary Well, maybe he used to bully you he used to be like come here malia yeah, maybe uh uh now you see i have my son for life and what did you name him hawk hawk yeah no i'm not calling you hawk i'm just giving you his name he's he's coming to me now hawk and uh, why this name like did you did he show any no signs uh, that he's like this oh yeah i can see he's he's behind you Yeah and it's like no he didn't show any signs or something like that i was thinking of a name okay i was thinking of a name a fancy name and uh nice fancy name <laughs> yeah a fancy name which okay. is like you know i was I, i was excited to have a dog i wasn't knowing that it's going to be hard to take care of him like the way it is now i'm like yeah. oh i'm going to have a dog i never had a dog i'm scared of dog but still now i have a dog and i'm going to take care of him oh he's going to walk to walk with me and it's a small out. puppy he's not going to bite you by then small puppy yeah even if he bites nothing going to happen you know his yeah. teeth going to fall down yeah. fall off so uh, i was like i'm going i was thinking of a name 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 and then i thought like okay let me name him uh uh with something which is not on 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 the ground which is flying you know 
and then i thought of uh, i was thinking of the names from the birds and then i ended up uh, naming him hawk hawk is like a vulture you know the big eagle yeah yeah they they are the beautiful ones vulture yeah. when you say the only thing that comes to my mind is a bald ugly looking yes bird who is wearing a winter coat yes exactly like, white face and a black body yeah feather everywhere but the <laughs> yeah. head is bald i'm like why did you you know why are you so stingy on that yeah you know there's a good reference to uh, birds in yogic culture that's okay <laughs> i did i did bit of yoga so uh, <laughs> i can i can follow see in yogic uh, system again uh, i'm mentioning it again for the third time that i'm not a yogi but in yogic system there are three uh, forms of life uh, which are still living in you now which are still mm-hmm. living in you for every human being across the world okay it's called swana kaka and naga okay and what does that mean swana is a dog say in different cultures like it's not about uh, the con- uh, it's not about uh, the phrases we use like oh, if in some culture you call somebody a dog it's offensive in some culture you call somebody a dog it's it's sacred you know so in in it's not in that context but as a as a life happening you know swana is like uh, one should have a uh, hearing and smelling sense of a dog if you want to explore the life you need to have a hearing and smelling sense of a dog that's the first okay. stage and yeah. kaka is referred to a bird like crow okay because uh, back in india crows are like the uh, re- uh, reborn uh, ancestors you know all the some 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 kind of stuff so anyways about the bird okay yeah. you need to have a bird view of the life and yeah. the sense of their feathers if you observe yeah. a bird they have the feathers but the feathers are deep rooted into their body that even if a small wind blows they know what's happening and they try and move around with their eyes closed even while they're sleeping they jump you know yeah they jump aside even while they're sleeping because they know that there's something coming towards them mm-hmm. so you need to have a bird eye view of the life and the sense of the life like a bird mm-hmm. and naga is the third stage where you leave all this behind and then become meditative that's going mm-hmm. so deeper like naga is naga is like I mean it's the ultimate uh, life what naga are we referring to naga sadhu or naga the snake naga the snake the reptile the serpent okay because serpent is been the part of uh, human's life for a very long time mm. it's recently from past like i can say 12 1300 years they started killing uh, snakes mm. prior to that it was like they used to give them a, a cremation when they are mm. when they are dead or accidentally somebody kills them or you know mm. nagas were part of humans life earlier mm. Mm. so naga used to be flexible and to let all these uh, senses uh, dissolve them and then become the ultimate being of human Mm. That, I think the oldest analogy with snakes in India is the ability to let go. Yes. Because every every season they, they, they shed off their old the sense. Yes. Yeah, they shed their uh, skin so the analogy uh, what I remember uh, was told to me is this it's almost like letting go of whatever that we learned every yes. season and yes. start from zero. Yes. Start afresh. 
And um, it has so many analogies, right? It also yeah. has an analogy like letting go of your ego and all your bad practices and yeah. start something something good. Yes. I guess it depends on the way that you see it. Yeah. For me, it's about letting go, you know, your knowledge and say, okay, now I'm an empty, empty cup. Yeah. Now this time I need to learn this. That's, that's pretty interesting. That's Naga, yeah. So, uh, so going back to your son, mm. so he doesn't eat food when you when you are at home. Yes, is that right? Yep. And what else he doesn't do when you when you are at home? That you have it, to go down. He does everything except eating. Okay. It's it's something like he's so happy that he don't need food. Ah. Uh. I'm home for a week. He don't give a damn about it. He don't eat. Okay. If I if I make him a food, and then he eats only one kind of food, and it's really hard for me to buy that in this lockdown. Okay. And if I give him the other food, he don't like it. Have you tried giving him some fresh food like carrots? No, he eats everything. See, okay. he eats everything uh, which is good for dog. I'm very cautious. Okay. Okay. He, I give him everything which is good for dog, mm. like certain fruits. Uh, and when I say fruits, he's not supposed to eat grapes. Okay, grapes are not good for dogs. Yeah. So I know this kind of stuff. So mm. which are toxic, which aren't not, uh, which aren't toxic. I know. I give mm. him, and then he's not supposed to eat salt or sugar. Okay, mm. spicy stuff, or garlic, onion, nothing like that. Mm. So he eats everything, but ultimately he has his food, right? The main mm. course. The main that, source of energy. No, the main course of food. He has one kind of food which he has to eat twice a day. Okay, and what is Apart that? From, that is his uh, food. The royal canin and the bio milk or the protein powder he has. Uh, uh, he don't like the dry royal canin because he wants it to be a little moist. Mm -hmm. So I need to mix some milk, make a milk out of a powder and then moist the royal canin and then give him the food. And he has his morning snacks, evening snacks, afternoon snacks, night snacks. Oh, crazy. And snacks is something that you give him every time or it's just there and he just goes and eats by himself? No, no, no. He, he, uh, he has a time. Like morning when I drink coffee or tea, he needs. Uh, he knows that I'm having tea, he needs a snack. And then he's like, mm, mm, mm. even if I don't give him, he starts crying. Mm. Because he knows that that's his snack time. And then I ask him, what do you want? And then he jumps on me and then he goes over there where the snacks are. He looks at the snacks and looks at me. He looks at the snacks and looks at me. <laughs> that means give this shit to me. I'm mm -hmm. waiting. So I give him. So it's like that. When I have food, he wants it. When I'm drinking whiskey or having my booze, he wants it. Mm -hmm. He knows the timing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And my 70% of my king size bed is his. Hey guys, if you hear a bit of background noise, uh, I'm sorry because right now they have some uh, community announcements going on about uh, COVID. So outside they're doing some community announcements here, telling people to stay home and then sanitize and all those things, which is quite okay. <clears throat> yeah, you, you know what? Uh, what is quite similar to something that your son does? Yeah. Uh, one of my cats... Harvey, he has same habits, bro, same habits. Like sometimes I even feel that how can, you know, because, okay, I know cats are smart, but I don't, I never thought that cats are smart enough to communicate like this, yes. like a dog, right? Yes. So yes. 
what he does, he does the same thing. If I'm sitting and if I'm in a different room, he would come and he would do a very different meow. Like his meow, okay, as a as a pet owner, as a cat owner, or as a cat parent, I can I can differentiate the different kind of exactly, meows exactly. in his yeah. tones, right? Yeah. So he does this very clean meow, meow. Right. And he looks at me with his tail up like this, and then the tail fluffs. Okay. Yeah. It is almost like, come here. <laughs> yeah. Come. In, in in human language, it will be like, come now. Yeah. And then if I ignore, it get, gets louder, right? Meow. Yeah. I'm like, okay, what do you want? He's like, okay, he takes a few steps away from me, then he looks back over the shoulder like this. <laughs> so he looks over the shoulder he's like meow again uh, okay so what do you want then he walks walks I walks leads me to the place where we have snacks and bro he sits down and then his meow is different now yeah it's like meow yeah. like this so when i hear that i know that he needs snacks so <laughs> then i have to make him choose this one or that one this one and yeah. he's so smart that he yeah he you know, exactly yes the one that he likes and i yeah. want him to give him something else it's so crazy so crazy hey this sounds like we are exaggerating for the people who aren't like who are listening or who don't have pets yeah. but this is indeed uh yeah. the yeah. stuff which happens on a regular basis like they know what they want i they, can hear you they do know what they want and they demand for it yeah because that's the only thing that they know yeah. that's the only you know you're the only person in contact with them so uh, and then the white one alfie he has this habit of bringing the toy toys that he wants to play to me like a dog <laughs> like he puts it in his mouth he comes here and he drops this toy in front yes. of me or on the table or on the laptop or on the bed and then he does this again meow he's like Play with me, yeah. and I'm like, "Are you a cat, or in past life you were a dog? <laughs> What's wrong with you?" See again, uh, uh, as I mentioned earlier, there's no animal uh, hard to train. Yeah. Animals are really intelligent, bro. It's we, the humans, who who uh, who degrade them, thinking that we are superior. Mm. The only thing uh, keeps us ahead in game is that we have the extra limbs to make use of, like a knife, like a bomb, like a gun, like anything. Except mm. these are the these are the extended versions of your limbs, you know. You, you know, can make tools. The tools, yeah. Exactly. That's it, and they are no, not doing it, tools. and that that's what makes us superior. Or else they are much bigger in numbers, you know. Yeah. They can dominate yeah. us right away if they knew how to make tools. Yes, yes. That's a deep topic. Imagine if animals knew. I mean, there are signs of animals using tools like chimpanzees and octopus. I was surprised octopus knows how to make tools. Yeah. Uh, and you know them make tools <laughs> like this and crows. Crows, crows yeah. are so smart. Imagine when I don't know if you if you're aware of this. When we were growing up, I used to read this uh, story about a crow, a thirsty yeah. crow. Thirsty crow. Yeah. Dropping the 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 stone pellets. Stone pellets to the yeah. uh, pot. At the earthen pot. Yeah. To increase the level of water. Water. Yeah. Like this is physics, bro. to know that you have to put something heavier see to increase something which is of low density which is like water right stone and yeah. water yeah and that's physics aman this is incredible uh, uh, state of mind see i i heard uh, from somebody a natural instinct you know uh-huh. we uh, we humans crave to have a billion dollars in the account and i was aman there, I there was this guy 
he was saying that if 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 a monkey or a chimpanzee in a, in a forest mm. Mm. if he try and gather all the bananas in the forest and then save them for himself <laughs> then we as a human scientists we mm. need to examine this monkey that what's wrong with this state of mind and then why this guy is so secure and all that stuff mm. but if we as a human mm. try and have a billion dollars in the account which we're not going to use with in this uh, certain period of time we have a limit time in this world uh, then we we pop up on forbes list <laughs> you know what that made me think holy crap this this thought of having money in the bank like this it's driven by fear of tomorrow yeah yeah i have written i have written i have written uh, 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 this thing about uh, like when you said uh, yeah animals um, animals are satisfied with what they have and then humans are derived with the emotions of wanting more you know yes because as humans we are hardwired to think about tomorrow yes that's that's the reason tomorrow doesn't mean up. yeah tomorrow doesn't mean fear of tomorrow tomorrow also means maybe looking forward to tomorrow more also means you know uh, thinking about what's going to happen tomorrow and how they can improve but as humans i think also one of the pluses uh, or negative i don't know how people want to take it is we have a perception of time very clear perception of time that today is today yesterday was the day that went and then future is the day that's going to come right yeah. for animals is what's happening in front of them present and they have a natural cycle inside their body you yes. know how that's how the birds migrate that's how yes. the whales migrate yes they have some kind of cycle that we don't know yet no this is not a cycle no we do know about it we do yeah. know about it but but we are still this... doing research that how they are supposed to travel no, how no, no, they no. can we travel have done it so already. and again going back to yogi culture we we know about it we have studied about it there's a literature all lot of literature about it it's it's coping up with the nature all right see uh, there's a beautiful story there was a guy who who was who was uh, deaf and dumb all right who can hear and who can talk but he would know when and what time it's going to rain okay because he used to observe just the sky sitting over there under the tree and then he just look at it and then he knows that's how most of the discoveries have been done uh, in ancient india you know mm. they mm. they didn't had any telescopes or the modern stuff we have now that's how it's been done so the thing is how 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 do the birds migrate and the whales migrate is the senses that you your senses are synced with the nature mm. when your senses are synced with the nature you obviously know that wind's going to blow this way so i'm going to travel this way or or like whales like as you mentioned whales whales can't see they can't see they send out the sound waves and then it reflects them and that's how they migrate you know that's how they travel so well, actually all... yeah. Uh, yeah i mean just to elaborate uh, what you're saying whales actually migrate using the the magnetic fields to know which direction they're going sound waves yeah sonar waves yeah but at the same time they have a magnetic compass or some map inside their head which is passed from generation to generation so it's passed from the family the parents to the kid it's yeah. crazy um, did you know that mouse you know a normal that rat house mouse mm. they have a sense of fear that is passed from generations 
to protect them. So, for example, if you are a mouse parent, okay, yeah, and if you uh, if you developed a sense of fear towards a uh, sugar, let's say, okay, yeah, and in in a strange world, you're a mouse and you say sugar is bad for me because it's gonna kill me and it killed yeah. you, right? Yeah, your son who is another mouse which is born will have that innate sense of fear of sugar to protect him. I was reading this news few days back and I was like, man, this is crazy because some researchers, okay, I'm, first of all, I'm completely against animal testing. I think I, I've, I, I've been very vocal about it in the past because so I. Yeah. I, I, I just hate it when people <laughs> do animal testing, even at this century where, you know, we can do so many different things. Yeah. Uh, but in one of these animal testing, they figured out that, you know, they were they were trying to do some tests on sense of smell in mouse and their child or the offspring had this sense of fear of the same thing and they would protect themselves. They're like, whoa, I'm not going there because this is dangerous for me. See? It's crazy, right? It's crazy. It's crazy. And we still have to learn so many things about animals. Uh, going back to... Uh, Yes, bro. Uh, animal testing. I want to know your thoughts on this because uh, let me start by saying my thoughts, okay? Yeah. What, what I proposed, and this is something that I still keep proposing, and I don't know when my voice would be big enough to make a change, but I'll still keep saying it. I don't give a fuck about that. Yeah. What I keep saying is this. We have so many people oh my in God. the jails. My point, exactly. Okay? We have Tested so on criminal. Many that was my next word. I'm sorry. Exactly. To no, yeah. no, no. So we are on the same page. We have so many criminals in the jail of different levels. Okay. There are some people who are terrorists. There are some people who are rapists and murderers. And, yeah. you know, and the list goes on so on and so forth. Right. Yeah. Why can't we think of something where the people who are serving life sentences, people who are, you know, about to die in next five years, <coughs> why they are sitting there and eating taxpayers money and you know doing all those okay i completely respect what they're doing if they are if they're allowed to make you know shoes and clothes and everything that's See, okay, absolutely right? yeah but there comes the human rights again i don't give a fuck about it because it's the a thing is we are not pushing them to do something because they're not willing to and i'm saying and this was a plan that I told I told my friends that what if there was a plan where you would give them money or you will give them some support for their families to get into these trials. And these trials like, you know, cosmetics and everything, because end of the day, it needs to be used by us. We will be using it. Right. See, so bro, why? let me uh, if I may, yeah, let, yeah. Me, let, let me take this in a broader perspective. OK, take take take. Uh, think about the present scenario, COVID. Mm. If you want to come up with a vaccine, mm. you're not doing animal tests. There is no time. You're not doing animal tests, right? There is. Then, as, as, as far as I know, there is. Uh, they are not doing animal testing. They don't have no. time. They need to do it no, on it's humans. It's not about the time. It's about saving humanity. All right. It's it's about getting out of this uh, 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 catastrophic uh, uh, virus. Right? That's why time is important. Yeah. You cannot time lose is time. important, but but the thing is, if if you are testing on animals, uh, you aren't one hundred percent sure that it's going to work on humans. 
so they started they they began human trials not animal trials right so similar yeah. to this if cosmetic is nothing compared to a vaccine right in vaccine many things could go wrong mm. right a human would end up dying you know you mm. have no idea mm. right the vaccine works or not works god god forbid nothing happened like we we took a vaccine and then we are still alive so we have no idea it's a completely new thing which is who nobody have seen in centuries which is just going inside your body mm. right so when you can do this kind of uh, uh, what do you call uh, like a, how do you say bro like immense uh, jump they took a jump right immense immense step towards uh, 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 this one vaccine and mm. trying it on humans why don't mm. you do that uh, in cosmetics you know it's not going to kill them mm. you know it might it's going to give them rashes rashes yeah that's it. something it's a small so, thing you're so in the jail you take a so big leap on the vaccine why don't you do that uh, do the same thing with the cosmetics or any other stuff you do you know mm. and i think this human right cry is such a bullshit because you know there are so many things happening in this world right now yeah, which prejudice, is prejudice bro exactly it's if you have money then human rights it's it, nobody gives a shit bro, there were so that. many people killed in uh, in myanmar you know rohingya did anybody say anything human rights no, nothing forget about that yeah they, in they india let's just no, talk about india no, no, there are so many people india. forget about myanmar let me take you to the another part of the world Where? in africa there were like 350 kids were kidnapped by uh, boko hara a mm. terrorist group oh yeah even I today they are not released yet it happened just couple of months ago no news around the world was uh, broadcasting this because they, they, it they wasn't important for them yeah it wasn't important and these these lives don't matter all the all the lives matter was a black life matter that's it you mm. know mm. if you ask me like, all the lives matters what's happening in africa there are 350 kids they were picked up from the school mm. and they are releasing video after video video after video harassing them hitting them making them walk through the jungles nobody is talking about it 350 lives is it's a crazy terrorist uh, attack you know mm. it's not a small thing but that's that's exactly what you know what i'm trying to say that uh, human rights is a very relative term it's it's a term used by people who are privileged in a way where they wanna Yeah. uplift certain part of the communities yes. where they feel it will benefit them somehow right it, it will make them feel good it might inspire somebody it might bring some cash flow because see end of the way if you follow the money if you yeah. follow the money it always ends up in the same hands and unfortunately people who have no voices who are just numbers they have no human rights yeah it's such a bullshit thing so that's why i was like fuck okay i'm going to do something about this in future maybe not right now maybe but i will do something about this about this you know animal trials i hate it, it i hate to it stop, to bro. the core of my bone bro it has to stop and and you know when you said that why they are not doing on uh, uh humans i'll tell you why one of the reasons is cheap animals don't fight back animals cannot fight back you put an animal inside the cage you know a small cage and they fight back you know if they fight back they just going to you know kill that animal yeah 
humans have a voice they find ways to fight back right you put a human inside the jail cell they will find a way to communicate yeah and if you put i saw this couple of years back i saw this video of a monkey uh, in germany uh, with his head tied to you know attached to a, a, a steel uh, i don't know sh- dome shaped thing and they were trying to insert something in his face can you imagine being there if you were that monkey Huh. crazy now you know why i remain vegetarian since my birth yeah i know i tried i tried bro uh, i can't me, even look tough. at prawns eyes bro yeah it seems like even prawns are talking to me yeah forget about eating i haven't touched with my hand since my birth and i respect you for that bro and i respect you for that you know uh i tried going both sides i tried being vegetarian i tried being vegan i tried being absolutely carnivore with everything that i do and you know um See, it yeah. came to a point listen it mm. came to a point where i thought that i tried everything and you know i i can speak about it a little bit because i tried everything and see the world is not going to be 100% vegetarian and the world will never be 100% non vegetarian they will always be, be a balance there will be a balance yes. always it has to be balanced that's what my point was nobody has to turn vegetarian overnight and it can't happen like that way if it this is your calling balanced. if this is your calling you should be vegetarian if this is not your calling and if you're doing this to show off to people that listen i'm a vegan and i'm a vegetarian and you know this is what it is uh, you're just going to mess things up alfi what do you want Come in the back. Okay, good. He's there. Can you see him? Yeah. Okay, come over here. I saw him when you opened the door for him. We're talking about you. We're talking about you. Okay, he's <laughs> he's going to do something oh, crazy. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, go there. Sit there. But as oh, a classic cat. He sat down. He sat down. Yeah. Uh, he's a classic cat. he will sit there for a few minutes thinking that okay now he's going to give me some treat because i'm a good boy right i'm a good boy he looks boy. like he looks like the cat uh 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 you know silo green have you know silo green yeah i know the artist but i don't maybe he doesn't know me i know of course he doesn't know you <laughs> <laughs> he has the same kind of cat really okay i'm going to look it up later he walks around with him uh He, he he travels with him uh, everywhere in rolls royce what a life that's <laughs> a good life you hear that that's a good life that's uh, a good life your daddy isn't rich enough to afford a rolls royce sorry about that i, I have royal enfield <laughs> some i'm close getting close yeah bro i was really happy to share that thing with you uh me and my thought of buying royal royal enfield in vietnam oh yeah thank you i was i was really happy that i could share that with you that you know i'm trying to buy this bike See, it was a big yeah. decision during covid uh, investing all that money in that i wanted it yeah and and if you remember i was planning to buy a bike as well yeah i remember that uh but i took a like like i said no this is not the time now because i'm not sure when it when this going to end 
yeah. and then i don't want to have the 300 million bike i mean vietnam don't 300 million not dollars right i don't want that to just sit and then i can't take that for a ride or you see now right it's of no use so i thought let me figure it out once we are back back on track and i i think that's a wise decision that's a really wise decision from you yeah you know high high up until this day she keeps uh, she keeps telling me you are so stupid <laughs> no brother no because uh, when you planned for it you weren't in this kind of situation all right you had your savings and you know that you can you can work and then you still still can go on with your life then yeah. then you can, if you can afford it then there's nothing wrong in it i don't feel anything wrong in it yeah no i'm saying as a friend she was like are you sure we are because i think we are still not out of covid i said i have savings i made my savings and she was like uh, okay if i was you i said uh, okay thank you thank you but i'm happy for you i, I mean you you want to you wanted it and then you bought it it's not like it's a burden on your head you had your plans you know i know that you're a well planned guy you have your savings and you're working and then you know that it's all fine and then you can go on and you did it i i, I don't see anything wrong in that mm. talking about plans what are your plans what are your plans will you move to india move back to india some day oh man i can't live uh, i mean i can live anywhere in the world but my death is uh, supposed to happen in india nice nice let me know if you need help with that what are you going to do you get you will you arrange cremation for me what of the course. hell is this you're my brother i would do that yeah i still have 10 long years in my life don't worry you know it sounds really morbid since we're talking about death but i would do that for you see death is inevitable all right if you're talking about death let me let me let me talk it's a very interesting topic uh don't go really deep you can no, talk no no i i'm just, i'm just going to wrap it up uh, in couple of sentences like how long we've been talking now how long for an hour or so couple hours less than uh 10 minutes less than 2 hours yeah see we are couple hours closer to death now mm. you're couple hours close to your death <clears throat> how come How am I dying? Yes. No, you're not dying. Time is passing on. Every minute passes by. You're getting close to the death. You're thinking that you're you're not gonna die, but I mean you're fi- fit and fine now. But you're close to death. Couple hours. Yes, sir. On, on on the microscopic level, my cells are dying. Yeah. And they are being born, but the death is more than the amount of new cells are born. That's yeah. how we age. and why do we sleep more than we are supposed to is to, to practice to is to practice death every single day i see it that way you see it as a recovery i see it as a practicing for the death bed i see it as a waste of time but i know i have to do it because you're practicing death one or the other day you have to lay down forever <laughs> for me sleeping is a waste of time but i would still do it because i know it's important and i i have felt no, the changes important. in my body it's it's impossible to avoid that 
I tried doing it, and trust me, it's uh, it comes with a lot of negative uh, negative effects. Yeah. So, uh, I tried working with three hours of sleep every day for a couple of years and uh, three or four hours. And on the weekends, I used to sleep. But weekdays, Monday to Saturday, I used to sleep only four hours, three hours like this. And it had so many negative effects on me. <laughs> for those of you who, of course, you guys are you guys are listening. Alfie, my white cat, has this really bad habit of jumping on the laptop. And that's a classic cat move, by the way. Uh, I wanted to ask you this that uh, I know that you do uh, running, you do classes, you're a manager, you train people, you're, you you uh, um, try and, you know, uh, keep your team busy and you still try and manage to write the big posts on the Facebook newsfeed. How do you do that? How do you do that? I mean, just thinking of it makes me go crazy because I'm a person who's done with my work and then get back home have a couple of drinks and relax cooking and then eat and sleep. I know. I wish. I wish I was able to do that. No, I wish I was able to do like you. How would? How do you manage to do that? How? I mean, yeah, I can write a post. But it's not like I can do it every single day, morning and evening. Um, just taking a picture in an elevator and then trying to say something about the life or the positive positivity in life or the gratitude how do you do that two words i have two words to describe everything that okay. i do self doubt okay that's a good one yeah i doubt everything that i'm doing i i i'm doubting myself continuously uh so i'm doubting that i don't have enough time i'm doubting that uh this life that I have, what is the use of it? So uh, that's why I end up doing so many things. Uh, that's why I feel that I, I don't want to waste time. I think if you know me right now, or I, out of all the people who are working here, I think you're one of the people who knows me uh, more than other people, right? And I still try not to share a lot of things about my life because I think my life is not that important to share and I want to know stories of other people. Uh, that's one of the reasons why I started this podcast. But coming back to your question, by in all in all honesty, uh, I have uh, huge self doubts about a lot of things that I do, and because of that, I try to work hard to make myself better. Mm-hmm. If that explains, yeah, that does. <clears throat> to and you know. And, you know, just to go out there and share what you feel with the rest of the world. Uh, When I was growing up, uh, uh, even around college, I used to have a huge self-doubt about sharing how I feel about things. Mm -hmm. How I feel about certain issues, how I feel about certain people, because you will always get a pushback. The moment you share something that this is how you feel, you will always get a pushback from people saying that, no, you're wrong. You're wrong. You don't know what you're talking about, right? Yeah. And uh, and then it came it came to a point where I was like, listen, you know what? I don't give a fuck. I know that I'm gonna try my best not to offend anyone. But if someone is offended, uh, you can help me to learn better. You can educate me and say, you know, your information is not right. Let me tell you what is right. I respect that. Mm-hmm. But if somebody tells me you're wrong because you're stupid, like. It doesn't make sense. Then fuck you. 
Yeah. So that's also one of the reasons why I'm slightly more <laughs> active on social media. Mm-hmm. I if you ask me if social media is good, I don't think it's good because it has a lot of bad things, but I also think it's really good medium to share something positive. Share something which is which should be shared. You know? Yeah. It, it, it's remember what you said balance. Yeah. It's about balance. Finding that balance. So uh, I'm using all of this to just to share what I think about, you know, and yeah, pretty much that's it. I want to live my life to the fullest. Yeah. Now I understand that uh, living the life to the fullest is not the same with every every individual. It's very relative. <laughs> it's not the same. I mean, <clears throat> it's not the same. That's why everybody has their own way. Yeah. for me living the life to the fullest is to understand life doesn't matter if i'm going to go out there and then make the change in the world or not you are there to put your views and thoughts out yeah of course as you said like it, it, you don't give a shit about it's going to change somebody or it's going to make them correct or not but you are there mm. to make some difference but for me understanding the difference is what makes my life fullest and that works for you that works for me and like solitude as i mentioned i'm happy when i'm alone Yeah yeah I'm happy when I'm not talking to anybody I'm happy when it's locked down <laughs> the you know? money papi pet ka sabana the money hai. yeah but the, the money that, that, we that, need that, money that's the ultimate thing which we humans created but uh, if 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 you keep that apart then everything else is ecstatic for me that's 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 crazy to think bhai you know two days back i was thinking how was money created of course if i do wikipedia then i know the answer right if i google it how money was created and how but i was like if you think about it how could you imagine that this is what is the value of this thing in terms of paper that is made out of wood you yeah. know how would you value this and how would it's crazy bro no see uh, going back Okay I think I'm going to go deep into it again because I've oh. read a lot about this. Okay. Uh money wasn't wasn't uh like it is now. Back in the days, okay? I'm talking like thousands of years ago. All right? It was uh a medium to exchange between you and me, between the in, between individuals or community or or you know some sort of stuff like that. and then later on you know humans right like we we started valuing devaluing every single things around us and then we started mm. creating currencies of different sorts mm. and then that's how we ended up if i'm if i'm not uh, supposed to go deep and i'll wrap it mm. up that way you know that's how we started you're know, on the same track you're on the same track yeah. i think we'll have enough time to talk about many things uh that's why bro because i think through this medium if we talk if we talk we keep talking maybe we'll keep talking for another 4 5 6 hours you know yes so uh, and uh, also <laughs> one of the things that i heard you know from some people they were like fuck your podcast is so long it's like 1 hour 2 hours and i'm like well that's the time it takes for people to have good conversation yeah unless you have an agenda unless you have a exactly. very direct agenda from both sides that exactly. this is 
This is an interview. I have these questions. I'm going to ask you these questions. I have no connection with you. Maybe if there is some connection that happens and bye-bye. And this is not like that? This is not like that. It's just a casual conversation and then we have no idea where it leads to on which topic we're going to talk about as well. So exactly. It's like, if it's an interview, you can wrap it up in 30 minutes. Less than 30 minutes and you can go for a commercial if you want to. Like just list, out 10 right. just list out 10 questions. Animal testing, COVID-19, yeah. lockdown, yeah. Royal Enfield, yeah. Rolls-Royce, cat, dog, finish. Mm. You know, you can just list out and talk about it like one a couple of minutes and then wrap it up. But yeah. it, it isn't that way. We are having yeah. just a casual conversation and we have no idea what we are talking about. Exactly. And I love the feeling of this because, you know, uh, I think uh, I think I explained it a couple of times before. Just a second, bro. Alfie, what do you want? What? What it's do you okay. want? He's pissed off that you let him alone for such a long time. Oh, he just, you know, I think he needs breakfast. Yeah. Anyways, what I was saying is this, that, you know, for me, uh, as I was saying, self-doubt, right? Yeah. So for me, it's, it's kind of difficult to be on the phone. And that's something that I don't like to pick up the phone and talk on the phone. I don't like to message. I mean, it's very weird. I don't know if I, if you can understand. It's very weird for me to you know hold hold something in my hand as a medium of communication, yeah. and I enjoy talking to people like this face to face. You know, yes. that's what I enjoy. And uh, see, I can we can talk for two hours like this, but on the phone, I start to get jumpy after ten, uh, one minute, two minutes, and I'm like, fuck. Okay, I need to finish this conversation. So get to the point. <laughs> Yeah. Anyways, bro, it's. I think it's over two hours, and uh, okay, I need right. to give him breakfast, and I think sure, you also sure. need to. What Do What do you need to do now? You're gonna. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give my son food, and then go down, and then pretend like I'm working today. <laughs> Hard-earned money's food, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, we're gonna catch up again. We will do yeah, some we'll catch do up again. It's It's quite interesting, right? It's quite interesting. I told you. And then, uh, I, I I think. Uh, next time when we do this we're gonna talk about something deeper right on your podcast yeah <laughs> Jackson 5, we can make it, we'll survive, don't remind me, sleep deprived.